Welcome to Boys and Brunch. This is the show where we expose everything going down on the timeline. And look, this is this is our final episode. It's been uh, it's been about a year now, and you know we have uh, we have been chatting and cutting up and everything all all up all up and down the timeline and all up all over YouTube. <laughs> it's been a fun experience. What'd you say? I said, "Chas, I'm everywhere." <laughs> yes, and as you can see, we do have Marcus back with us for this final episode. He's making a special appearance for us. What's going on, Marcus? How you been? What's up? What's up? I good. I'm still yet among the living. <laughs> In case people were confused, but yeah, no, I'm good. I'm um just here, here, here to say so long. Awesome. <laughs> what is what's in your cup today? What are you drinking? Well, um, I wanted to I wanted originally to go back to my old standard, but I uh, get some red wine, but the liquor store did not have what I wanted, so I had to go back to my regular life old standard, which is some Jack and Coke. Okay. Very <laughs> nice, very nice. Um, and we are also joined by Khalid Rivera. Hello, sir. How are you today? Hi, all is good, you know. I made the move i passed my road test so it's like just new new beginnings yes absolutely we love that we love that congrats on that thank um, you and thank what are you drinking today you got you, you have some alcohol this time no oh. i have just water because all my stuff you know is in the boxes and it's being shipped and i'm at my, at my parents house for the time being and you know they don't got nothing up in there <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. Well, look, well, you will celebrate, I'm sure, once you finally get settled. Yes. Um, and we'll get that whole update from you uh, soon. Uh, Mama Shay, what's going on? Ooh, it's a work day. And y'all got to <laughs> recording. <laughs> um, I was just telling Jared earlier, this is a Wednesday night, and I have worked 37 hours this week. Oh, what? Yeah. So I deserve my German Riesling. You do. You do. Jeez. Absolutely. Absolutely. Between work and the white lady at work. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Not the white lady at work. There's one in particular. I'm surrounded by, you know, as in most, most like corporate jobs, I'm surrounded <laughs> by those uh, without much melanin. But there's a particular one that, oh, Jesus. No, I've seen I've seen you talk about them. That's just like oof. Mm, mm. I, I I almost want to tell you, you know, you know what you say about like armpit to like you may want to do that seriously. Like put it in a headlock. <laughs> it almost happened. We we were almost there yesterday. Goodness. Oh. Oh goodness. Y'all okay. argued in the fax room. The fax room that was about to go down in the fax. Oh, no, we got an open office. It was gonna be right in the middle of everything. <laughs> Ooh, I would have pulled out my phone, but I <laughs> Oh my gosh, World Star! Nobody even says that is so funny that World Star is not even a thing anymore. I was thinking that. I was thinking that. It's shade room now. You gonna mm. about to get up on the shade room? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's worse. Ba yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you know, well, we don't need to go on. We don't need to go into the shade room. But I see what everybody's talking about because I've been following them for a little bit now, and I'm like, okay, what is what is this post doing? Like, what are y'all stirring the pot? Really? Yeah, <laughs> it's so messed up. Um, but yeah. Anyway, I guess uh, there's not much has changed since Sunday, which was a few days ago. As of as of this recording, it is now Wednesday. Um, but, uh, yeah, just, uh, focused on this new beginning for me, which I will get into more later. And, uh, yeah, I've been working out regularly. I've actually been going to the gym. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you can see any definition in here. <laughs> Come on. No, I, don't, really. I, don't Come on. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to get it there. I'm trying to get it there. Okay. Okay. Let's Let's see it. It. <laughs> I got a little, I got a little more. Look, got it better than I did. I can't even yeah. know. I don't know. I probably need more more shadow to like get that. I know. That I just. Line in I there. mainly do a lot of running. I don't like to do weights. See, I work out to just be healthy, have the energy, and maintain. I don't work out for looks. I work mm. out for health, endurance, strength, and energy. 
So I do a lot of running. That's good. That's yes. good. Yeah. I think I'm I think I'm working out for a little bit of both, to be mm -hmm. quite honest. I mean, I'm still single. Some of us ain't got a ain't got a man calling us every night. So, I don't work. I don't work out for looks either, because I don't work out. <laughs> that seems surprising to me. So your 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 like definition is just genetics. I mean, to be, I suppose because I do I do do like a lot of walking and stuff. Like so, I do do like cardio and stuff. So I guess that counts. But. Yeah, I guess. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, it's interesting because when I worked at my uh, retail job, because I was upstanding all the time, walking up and down the stairs, oh. you know, it was just like I was trim and thin and I was feeling feeling my best in my 20s, just feeling my best. And I get to oh. 30s and I'm sitting in a chair at this new job and I'm just like, yeah. Whoo, where did it all go? What happened? What happened? What did you work at? Say it again. What retail store did you work at? I uh, worked at Banana Republic. Oh yeah, I used to work at Gap, Old Navy, a whole a whole bunch of retail mm -hmm. stores. So you got the you got the gist. What were we yeah. about to say, Marcus? I was just gonna say that. Um, see, and that's me. Like my students, all my students have joked to me and say their eyes get a workout in my classes because I'm always going like from one side of the room, walking up and down the little aisles, whatever what have you. Like I can I cannot give a performance. It. I am. I am. <laughs> Got good stage so presence. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So I, I ordered my little infinity hoop. I succumbed to the Instagram <laughs> ads. Infinity but, hoop. What is yeah. That? So, like, I love the hula hoop thing, but because I'm inside and just like finding enough space to actually hula hoop inside is a whole. Thing. And then I have a weighted one and I'm in an apartment. So anytime it falls, that's like, you know, my neighbor downstairs is here. So I don't really want to be that neighbor who sounds like the elephants. Like I have elephants that live upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be that neighbor. So the infinity hoop actually like fits on your waist and it has a little, it's like a string with a weighted ball and you kind of keep oh, that in the gotcha. area. Okay. So all the reviews that I saw, and like I went on the real people's Instagram and not just like what they posted, but I went to the other people stuff who were actually like posting updates and things like that. And like, it's, I think it's maybe 24 to 28 links around like to, you know, expand and get the right fit. Mm -hmm. And these people were taking off a link or two that are like an inch or two long every week. Oh, oh I see it. Yeah, I see it. I Very see it. Cool. And I was like, okay, and all I got to do, you know, it's less chance for me to really hurt myself mm -hmm. because yoga with um, all my extra issues as far as health go, like I mess up my ligaments and tendons, so I can't even do yoga anymore. And anything oh. with like really pressure points, mm -hmm. like I injure myself literally in my sleep. So there's a whole bunch of exercises that are just, they're going to mess my body up. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I needed like maximum uh results with his least like <laughs> injure possibilities mm -hmm. so i was like okay that one you're just really engaging core and kind of getting with that so i'm hoping that with that minimal movement plus maximum payout gotcha okay that kind of reminds me of like the jump rope that doesn't have like the rope attached to it just has yeah. the weight i've <laughs> been seeing that recently um interesting uh, but we are going to do, I mean, I know this is our last show, but we do have one topic to get into. Uh, this is going to be a short show, but I think that this will get us, uh, I think this will get some interesting discussion. So there was a, there was a tweet where somebody tweeted out like a list of rules for attending a wedding. Um, so let me let me just read this out for you guys. Okay. My name is Blank, and I am the wedding coordinator for Blank and Blank Sanders. These are names that have been crossed out mm. for privacy's sake. Mm -hmm. I am reaching out to all confirmed guests, singular, <laughs> all confirmed guests, to do a final, finally. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, let me let me put this finally. on the screen so y'all can see. <laughs> Let me put this on the screen so y'all can see this uh, spelling, okay? Because I would be crazy. furious if my planner sent that to my people because my people would be writing me about all these mistakes. <laughs> I mean, they don't use Grammarly. 
Okay. Something so, with anything. She says, I am reaching out to all confirmed guests to do a finally head count and go over some rules and regulations of the wedding day. First finally of all, are you still attending with a plus one? And then she has a list of rules and regulations. Number one, please arrive 15 to 30 minutes early. Number two, please do not wear white cream or ivory. Number three, please do not wear anything other than a basic bob or ponytail. Ooh. Number four, please do not fave a full <laughs> face of makeup. Do not fave a full face of the full face of makeup. What's wrong? She meant to say have there, but that's uh, you know, and I'm looking at my keyboard. The F is two keys left. Right. So I don't know how that happened, but okay. I'm sorry, Number I'm five. Just... Do not record during the ceremony, spelled with, with an S. S. <laughs> uh, number six, do not check in on FB, which is Facebook, until instructed. Okay. Uh, number instructed. seven, use hashtag blank. They crossed it out. Use hashtag blank when posting all pictures. Number eight, on all caps, do not talk to the bride at all. What? <laughs> number nine, Everyone will toast with Remy, no acceptance. Number 10, lastly, must come with gift $75 or more, or you won't be admitted in. No, you want to be admitted in. <laughs> and then the dollar sign is after the number. Right, so I, oof, man, just, just bad. Um, I would assume that was a joke if it arrived at my house. <laughs> I'm like, oh, girl, you're real funny. You're real funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, would you, I'll start with Mama Shay, since she seems to be talking, or since the wedding planner seems to be talking to uh, to women, especially with the bob or the, bony, or the ponytail comment. Um, you don't know these days. People got, you know, plenty of people got all kinds of hair going on. So. <laughs> That's true. true. Uh, what would you, would you, uh, adhere to all these rules if you're going to, you know, like- It's not my wedding. I'm not hosting it. I... No. And I, you're not even getting a gift, to be quite honest. My gift is these edits on this little invitation. And I'm <laughs> just like that with a red pen and edit marks. <laughs> and I would probably hit up my friend and be like, since I cannot talk to you, I'm going to talk to your husband and let you know that your wedding planner has lost her entire mind. Mm. <laughs> now, do you think that the wedding planner said this or was, I feel like this is probably Bridezilla that directed mm. the wedding planner to say this. That's what my impression is. I don't know what y'all think. Yes. Mm. Um, think, so yes and no. For some of some of them are just regular wedding etiquette. Like you don't wear if especially if the bride is wearing white and it's a traditional wedding, like you don't do the white or ivory or you know, beige type of thing. Like so that is like whatever. Um as far as arriving fifteen to thirty minutes early, depending on your audience, that applies. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's just like, okay, I was actually, because of all the links that that went to, I was actually surprised to not have children mentioned, children and babies, because that's a right. hot for weddings. Mm. Um, but as far as like, I can't do a bob or um, a ponytail, so I'm obviously not in attendance anyway. It said either or, is you wearing this or this. Um, you're also not gonna like instruct me on what gift I'm giving, who I'm doing. Nah, you gotta go. Right, seventy five dollars or more, or you won't be admitted. Admitted? Are there tickets? Like, right. what are we? They gonna be standing at the door saying, "Receipt for your gift, please." And like, right. even though like you will toast with Remy, you might have you know people who are recovering and you're they they just not gonna toast you. Because it's not Remy, you better find me some colored juice or something. I <laughs> like. I just think it's it's definitely an overreach. Um, and I know some wedding planners, especially one who will boldly put out something like that without checking on Grammarly and such, <laughs> seems like that she is a bit self-important. So I feel like that it might have been a case where like she talked to the couple and was like, hey, so do you want, the, do you want sophisticated? Do you want, 
this. Like, I don't know that she actually asked those specific questions. I think it could work both ways. Either a bridezilla or a power-hungry wedding planner. I can see it both ways. Mm, okay, okay. Marcus, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, my thoughts is I'm not coming. <laughs> like, that's, that's my main thought. Like, hey, I got the invitation, so I'm not coming because this is some bullshit. Like, <laughs> that's that's basically how I would approach that because, yeah, no, that's foolishness. The only one, the only one I was originally like okay with was don't wear white. Okay, fine, you know, right, that's right. Um, the I what I wasn't okay with the 15 to 30 minutes until Mama Shay was like, well, you, you know, if you got a big crowd, okay, that would make sense. All right, fine. I'll let that go too. But everything else, no. That's, that reads deterrence. That means don't go. Mm -hmm. That's what that sounds like to me. Because either, to me, regardless, whether it's the bride they're doing this, whether it's the wedding planner, or hell, even if it's the husband, the, uh, the groom doing this, like whoever is doing this don't need my presence. So yeah. I'm going to give them that. That would be my gift for me not to be there. <laughs> I hear that, uh, Khalid. I see the face. What's going on in your head? Um, what bothers me, two things that bothers me, what is this whole thing in not wearing makeup? You want people to look nice when they go to the wedding. Women are going to, and women and men, you know, you know whoever wants to wear makeup is going to wear makeup because they want to look nice. I don't think that's going to pull focus and attention from the bride because, you know, the bride is going to have her own makeup artist and they're going to zhuzh her up, hopefully, and make her look good that, you know, the focus is going to be on her. So what if somebody's having some sort of makeup to make themselves look nice or just even and clean, not shiny? I think that's that's perfect example of overreach. Mm -hmm. um, and then this whole thing and not talking to the bride at all, but... The whole wedding is about you. You're gonna to speak to the bride. You're gonna congratulate her. You're gonna. There's gonna be communication to not talk to the bride at all. And that that's that does not make sense. Yeah, Marcus, go ahead. So, something, and this may be you know kind of off a little bit, but the whole idea of you know oh you know this is gonna take attention away from the bride. It always throws me. Like. Right. Um, you're in a big, huge white gown at the front of the building or church or wherever it is you're getting married at. People are looking at you. Like, if, if I walk in here in a pure white suit, if I walk in here in a white gown, you're still the center of attention. Like, so saying that, even though I understand it's traditional, saying that you can't wear white, and especially with this, saying that you can't wear makeup is like, one, are you that insecure? Two, do you think you look that bad? Right. <laughs> really? I mean, it really just screams insecurity to me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, <laughs> I would just I would just be like, OK, you're doing too much. But I don't think, you know, I mean, I would mostly have a problem because I'm not. Well, the hair thing, I guess, is really is, is specifically speaking to. I, I mean, you know, we're, we're talking. If we're talking traditionally, I think they're specifically speaking to women with makeup. I think uh, they're speaking specifically to women. Um, Seventy-five dollars or more, I would have a problem with. Um, <laughs> yeah, because aren't we spending so money on the? Uh, oh no, they're they're spending money on the on the dinner. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but still, I'm not. Yeah, go ahead, Marcus. That's what I'm saying. But to to be honest, Jared, like. At this point, with some of these other messages, it probably wouldn't matter. Like, it wouldn't follow up under that particular rule. But I feel like if you walked up in there with yeah. the way that your hair is now, they'd be like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I honestly feel like that because they're just yeah. that Oh, insane. And then to not talk to the bride at all, like, is that like just during the ceremony or? It's well, it was an all capsule so to me. It seems like throughout the entire day, it's just so yeah. weird. Like, have you ever yeah. been at a at a wedding where you were just, I don't know, where you had to just like sit there and like not talk to somebody or not talk to another? It's impossible, never. Like, not just that when they leave the building, you line up outside specifically to speak to them. Like, after they go down whatever aisle there is, they usually, like, if especially if you're leaving to go to a different place for the reception, they're yeah. like greeting you as the new people, like, as you right. go out. So, you want me to just acknowledge him? Is that what we're doing? Which is another problem about the groom. 
Mm-hmm. Right. People like this, they forget the whole point of what marriage is all about. And now she's made it completely, her and the wedding planner, has they've made it completely materialistic and superficial. And that's yeah. not a good way to start off. I'll agree with you on that. Um, but we did bring up the topic of makeup and whether or not they were talking to men or women. So I would just, I just have another question. It's a little bit off topic, I guess. Um, would you, would you, well, I guess, okay. So here's, here's a, here's a question that's for all of us. Would you go out with a man who wears makeup or would you, you know, would that be attractive to you or would that be a turn off to you? What kind of makeup though? Cause there's some guys that they pull the, I mean, full, face and then there's some that they just put it to cover up their if they have razor bumps like they'll cover up or little Mm -hmm. little bags on their eyes to not make it look like they have makeup but they don't wear it all the time but if it's somebody that has that full face um i wouldn't because from what i've seen i can only speak for myself my experience and it doesn't matter where whether new york or elsewhere guys that wear that full face of makeup how can I say it? I've yet oh, to boy. come across one that's actually very nice, kind, and sincere. <laughs> very bitchy, nasty attitudes, this nasty. And I see that, I'm like, okay, let me get ready because the attitude <laughs> is going to come in and, and it never fails. And it's really sad. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> I, I, I just, I, that's been my experience. I'm not saying men who wear that full face that they're all nasty with attitudes. I got you. That's just that's all I've uh-huh. seen. Uh-huh. Okay. Where have they been in like have they been in like ballroom scene usually? Or was it's, that just in the clubs, out the clubs, every day, just every day out and about, just different different areas, different scenarios. It's just day or night. It's, it's you know, I wonder if that is I wonder if what you're coming across is a uh it's like an armor that they have for wearing that out oh, in public. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like a little extra, you know. <laughs> but go ahead, Marcus. Yeah. No, I was say, I mean, yeah, I, I think it most definitely is. That doesn't change the fact that, you know, still mean, spiteful, and don't really want to deal with them. But I definitely, like, if you want to go into, like, the psychological reasons, I definitely think that's why um, they do that. Um, yeah. But... I guess for, to give an answer for the question myself, um, I've said several times on this show, I like my niggas gay. So um, I don't necessarily have an issue with that. I think I would actually probably echo Khalid's statements. Like if it's if it's that um, if you're gonna if there's an attitude is gonna come with it, then I have a problem. I don't care about the makeup, but if 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 attitude and so sort of like this persona comes with the makeup, then you and it can leave. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what I've seen, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I would be more, I would be more readily accepting if you had like the just what do you call it, like foundation or whatever to cover up whatever blemishes and just to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, full face and stuff. I don't know. I mean, maybe on a special event. I can't see you with somebody with, with the full face and <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm trying to be. I'm trying to show growth here. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't see that as a match for you. I, I no. So I growth in your shadow just means the light move. That didn't because <laughs> that shade came through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I you know, I would try. I mean, I feel like it would have to be. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna be so the answer is no. So the answer no. is no. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is not at this time. <laughs> not at this time. So I'm still is- growing. I'm still like, you know, and I'm with Marcus. Like, I like my guys gay too, you know? Um, so I, you know, I think I would be open to stretching the bounds a little bit on my views on that type of thing. But, you know, I like what I like. And so that's just kind of that's just kind of where I am with it. And that's fine. You like what you like. Yeah. He looked like, like you just talking. You just talking, but the answer is still no. 
I'm trying. <laughs> Man, that's so funny. But I just, just, you know, I think about like somebody like Lil Nas X. He is just so comfortable doing a lot of like, like not even just makeup, but like a whole doing a lot. look and going completely femme or completely masculine. Um, and, you know, I just wonder, you know, I feel like Marcus, would you be cool like with him, would you, would you be cool with a little Nogs? I mean, because of course he's not going to be wearing the crazy looks out and like just, you know, just out on a casual day. But mm-hmm. I don't know, would you be okay like with him on the red carpet or something have, potentially? Have, 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 have you seen Lil Nas X? <laughs> I feel like that should answer the question. I probably already knew that answer, but yeah. But, but, but hold on, wait a minute. I'm, now, th- this may extend things a little bit. But what you mean, Lil Nas X is doing a lot? Did I say he was doing a lot? No, no, no. That was me. That was me. <laughs> well, from the beginning and now, like that he started. Yeah, I mean, he's he's. Well, I've spoken about him before. You know, I think he's doing a lot to get you know attention and all these his gimmicks and the style and everything that he's doing. I sometimes I feel like, yeah, okay, yeah, he's reaching. You know. Hmm. Interesting. We've had look. We've had this conversation. And- That's what I'm leaving on. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I think, I don't think you were here for that specific conversation that we had, Marcus, when we were talking Mm -hmm. about Lil Nas X. And I don't know, I think, I think we have differing views about that because I don't know, I just feel like Lil Nas X is kind of pushing the envelope and it's, I don't, we don't need to rehash it, but I'm leaving on opposite ends. He's doing his thing, let him do his thing, you know. So, Mama Shay, I didn't come to you yet. Um, so, I mean, I guess it's a little bit different. I don't know. Well, hey, I mean, I guess I would you would you go out with a dude full full face of makeup? Um, yeah, I don't think I would care because, and I think it has a lot to do with me being demisexual, heterosexual, but pan romantic. Mm, mm-hmm. So, like, especially if we're in a relationship, I just love you for you. So whatever that looks like for you, you know, I'm going to root for you to be happy in whatever expression of you you choose to present. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know, we could get matching skirts and, you know, if we're going to go full fam, get matching outfits and help me with my makeup because I'm not the makeup queen. So, come on. (laughs) I I can see with somebody with a with a. Milly Vanilli look, you know, when they had their, they had makeup on, but it was, it was, it was looking good, you know, I can see when. (laughs) (laughs) I had to picture it, I had to picture it. No, so I prefer, like, my ideal is, like, the lumberjack slash bear. Oh, yeah. You know, like, that's my ideal. And you're going to need to be darker than me, because I'm pretty light, and after that, so wait say that again so we can hear that in the mic after that the penis gets pink and you can keep it we don't do uncooked meat thank you (laughs) it's not gonna be a thing over here um you know know that (laughs) you know i've i guess being in new york i've been Blessed to have all different shades of, you know, down under. And like, if it doesn't bother you, by all means, get it where you fit in. Go live your life. Yeah. For me personally, I feel you. I feel you. If we are starting off pink and getting redder, and now there's a pimple, <laughs> and you want me to do something with that, we have problems, and it's not gonna happen. <laughs> I feel you. As for me at my house, <laughs> we don't do those things. Literally, like we don't do those things. Right side of the screen is one way. <laughs> I personally don't have that. Uh, <laughs> don't have that restriction. We've got the equal opportunity group. <laughs> right, right. On this then, side. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you yeah. have the no. Please cook that a moment or two longer on Please. this side. <laughs> And it's it's all about preference. So, you know, obviously we are all just like, hey, that's you. Go team. Yes. Mm -mm. But what's funny is you like your steak cooked like medium. 
and I like mine. It still well needs done. to be moving. You leather. <laughs> I mean, but um, there's a difference because I'm the same way. Like medium is usually how I order my steak. Oh. Uh, there's a difference, I think, in that because that's dead. Like, so I can accept it being, you know, the way that it is. This is still living. <laughs> and number one, I'm chewing it and I'm putting it also in that. my traditional hole. Also, other that things are going in other places <laughs> and keep it away from those. Just Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> yes, indeed. You asked me, Jared. You asked I, for this. <laughs> I didn't know that's where we were going to go. But I just wanted you to make sure. I just wanted to get that on the record. That's all I wanted to say. That's all I needed. Watch yeah. some, um, some like Polish, some oh big gosh, Polish man or Russian man is going to come up to her and sweep her <laughs> off her feet. I rebuke that. Get away. Get away. Get away. <laughs> no, he left. Oh, oh, look at that. Look at that. Wait, oh, I so much commotion and look what happened. He left. Broke the internet. We broke the internet. Hello. Oh, Hello. my goodness. Hello. Look at that. It was too hot for the internet. Listen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, did he just turn off? Or is I don't he know. Like, no, I don't know. You said one thing, and then look. Well, we wait. Oh, he's back. Okay, it's not retrograde, right? I had to plug in my laptop so it didn't uh, die on me. Ah. I we were at, it was on. like, oh, was it that? Like, I'm pretty sure I said something a bit more uh fiery just before <laughs> no i'm here i'm here um but uh that was i mean that was basically all that we had had prepared to i guess really get into but i do want to go down the line here and just get uh an idea of what's next for everybody um and i guess uh I guess I'll start with Mama Shay because I know you, you pulled a card. You you pulled an oracle card for us for the show. So why don't we start with that and then we'll get into some questions. So I just pulled one just for like future. What are we looking at in general and then what could possibly hinder some stuff? So the card that we're going for is called Seeing the True You. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was very appropriate just for all of us kind of embarking on some new stuff. And then the card for like what could be an issue says focus on the light. Ooh. Oh, okay, I see. Come on. Come and on. so the issue here with this, like usually we're like, oh, you're focusing on the light. Yay, good vibes, keep going. Um, the issue here is if you don't take time to at least acknowledge the dark, what is in the dark will hurt you. You can't just keep going, oh, no, we're just going to do this. We're ignoring what may be negative, mm. what may be bad, what we might not be like, oh, no, just just scoot that aside. I don't have time as like an excuse to not deal with things. Right, right, you right. can't do that while moving into this new season because you'll be like, oh, it wasn't an issue before. It won't be now. It's going to be your biggest issue. Right. Like you got to focus on that other stuff from time to time. Shouldn't be your main focus, obviously, because you are moving forward, but focusing strictly on the light, what's in the dark will get you. Mm. Mm. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. So what are, what are you looking forward to Mama Shay? What's, what's in the future for you? What has, um, I mean, I guess, I guess, I know you. Yeah, I guess it's more work stuff. I would. I would assume. Um, but what, what else is going on? Work stuff. <laughs> um, I am actually looking forward to. We're hiring a couple new people, so getting some stuff off of my plate, so that I can actually potentially have a forty-hour work week. That would be great. Um, but also that means having more people under me that I'm responsible for. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe turn of the year in the next six months at least i'll probably be made director of my department okay so that's coming up um and as that we will actually have more women in our leadership at our company which is the sixth um 
number six marketing company in the nation right now. So very nice. Oh, like, oh yay, girl power. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, and hopefully moving um within that same time period, like within six months, probably right when the spring begins. Mm. Okay. I want a standalone house where I don't hear neighbors next yeah. to above and I can jump on my floor if I feel like it and there's nobody under me that's mm-hmm. going to bang on the ceiling. <laughs> All yes. right. Well, look, I am absolutely looking forward to that for you. Um, I remember when, you know, I remember when you left the job that we were in and just, um, <laughs> just where, <laughs> just, just where you were at that moment. And then how quickly you kind of, um, I guess just kind of came into your own at that new, at that new position. So um, hats off to you. Uh, Question. Well, I mean, I guess it's, I guess I know the answer, but I guess for the viewers, like what brought you to boys and brunch and how has this experience been for you? Um, Mainly, you know, for the most part, I am not really a camera video person, (laughs) Um, but the more and more I get into my leadership role at the job, I have to do more Zoom calls. I have to lead more trainings. I have to be client facing at some point. And I was like, well, if I can use like Boys and Brunch to kind of break me into being on camera, uh, remembering not to be all over, I used still use my hands a lot. But, you know, just being cognizant of that and like kind of how to conduct myself on camera was really a big goal of mine. I was like, if I get out of my comfort zone here and not necessarily make it my comfort zone, but get more comfortable on camera, it will help me at work and having to explain things to clients and things like that. Gotcha. Do you you feel that it has helped? It has definitely helped. um, You know, even it's helped me like even stop being so critical of like the other people on the other side of the zoom call (laughs) because you know and jared knows this about me when i get to business things i'm like we are professionals get it tight get it right there will be no playing around you know if we're doing business no funny business this is business don't get on here and embarrass me in any way shape or form Coworker, friend boyfriend like whatever however we're related don't embarrass mm-hmm. me. So if you get on here and your stuff isn't right, um, you know, I basically have clearance now. If I am on a call, somebody will say something and I'm looking at the client and then the other person starts stuttering. And I was like, so what they meant to say was this. And I just take it like <laughs> and I have literally done that and turned their mic on mute and kept going. And I was like, and next. <laughs> OK, you are not going to embarrass me at work. Once I get into a leadership position, you will not embarrass me. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, okay, uh, Khalid, uh, there is a move that is in motion for you. Can you let us know where you are with that and what you're kind of looking forward to um, as you embark into a new locale and and who's around you? What are you... What are you trying? What do you What do you hope happens in this new place? So I um, left New York City. I've been in New York City my whole life. I've lived oh, in every wow. borough, and for a while, I just felt in my spirit that it was time to leave and do something new. Um, mm-hmm. So moved out. I'm in Florida right now. I'm in Fort Myers with my parents because eventually I would like to transition to be in Miami. Um, my parents convinced me that it would be smarter. Instead of having to go back and forth from New York to Miami, looking at places that it's just easier to come to Fort Myers, which is only like two and a half hours from Miami, that I can practice my driving. The transition will be easier to move my stuff from storage to Miami. And I can look at places comfortably and no rush, you know, at places in Miami. And that eventually I want to be able to live in Miami. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, I have family awesome. in Florida, and that way, you know, if anything, you know, happens or just people need something, I, I'm not too far away from my parents anymore, so I don't have to worry about that. I only see you once or twice a year because we're so far away, and it was a lot of other, you know, personal and spiritual reasons as well that I just felt it was time, and I'm very grateful that I, 
I, I have this habit of always being very organized and planning things and everything has just gone smoothly and it's just been fabulous and wonderful. And I also feel like, well, that's a sign, you know, from above, it's like, this is meant to be, it's going very well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I always find like, there's always, when you try to do something, there's always that little bit of struggle, like, and I expect a little bit of, you know, a few bumps in the road, but for the most part, I feel like when you're doing something that you're like meant to do, you, it should be relatively smooth. You know smooth. what I'm saying? That's just kind of how I feel. You know, I feel like if you're constantly hitting your head against the wall, that it might be time to shift. You right, know? right. So, um, what was I was going to ask you. So, yeah. Are you going to wind up being more tan? Because I know New York, like, you know, there's season seasons. We're moving into that pale season now. Since mm-hmm. you're, you know, Miami and Florida, are you going to spend more time? Do you tan usually? Um, I I try not to, even in, in the summers in New York, I try not to be out in the sun too long, um, just for a little bit. I'm not one to be like, well, I'm all about the tanning and everything. Cause I just get like way too hot. And plus, sometimes I can burn easily. And it's not good being out in the sun too long then. That's how you age, you know. Hello, <laughs> you know, it's not it's not good for you. Like even when I'm in the beach, like I'll just like when I tan, like it's just like 15 minutes on one side, 15 minutes on the other, and I just cover myself up while I be under uh, under an umbrella. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm sure I'll get a little extra color, but I'm not like purposely trying to. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. a world Mama Shay, you'll stay out there for how long? Oh yeah, I'm 45 minutes on each side, but we're flipping like probably four or five times like all together. So I'm out there for some hours. Um, With my skin, I do burn, but then as long as I have coconut oil or like a good moisturizer on afterwards, in two to three days, I'm brown and I don't feel. Like it's like it burns and then it smooths into brown. Mm. So when I was in LA, I had tan upon tan upon tan. (laughs) Um, and then it took me almost four years to lose all the tan lines. Mm. Like four years in Philly to lose all the tan lines from LA. Wow. And now I feel like I am embarrassingly pale. I am actually considering, I always said I would not, but I'm considering an artificial tanning bed because the, the spray tan will never match. No, but I, I might go have to lay on a bed because this is <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> Uh, Khalid, what attracted you to Boys and Brunch in the first place? Because I know you started so, as a guest. Yeah, well, I thought, well, I was just watching the stuff like, so I, I came across your, I think it was either I came across your Instagram or you had another show on another streaming platform. And then mm-hmm. I was just looking you up and then I was watching the, and then I was watching as, as many episodes as I could on YouTube. And then when I saw it's like, oh, they come on live on Sundays, I'm actually going to be available. So I'm going to watch it. So I was, I was watching like a, a few episodes. And then there was one time, like, it was like, oh, you know, I forgot what topic it was, but like to join. I was just like, listen, I'm here at home. You know, I'm into this. I was like, why not? I was just like, just try something different. And I never thought that I would like do this. But I was just like, you know what? Just do it. This is a year of major changes. And I want to push myself. And then here I am now, you know, and it's, it's, it's been really nice. It's been a lot of fun, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, we have enjoyed you. I think you have brought a uh, different energy and you've uh, definitely, you've challenged us. (laughs) I mean, you know, but in a good way. Um, And, you know, I appreciate your energy and everything that you brought to the show, um, even as a guest and as a regular host as well. I'm, grateful for having you here oh thank um, you and you know i really wish you the best moving forward of course we will keep in touch online um mm-hmm. and you know make sure everybody else follows follows khalid's youtube as well he does some youtube as well so follow his mm-hmm. channel yeah you you actually i, I started that you, you know you you inspired me you really Aww. did uh, I, after like i was like i did like one or two of the boys and brunch um shows and then like my best friend was watching it and then she's like you know what? why don't you try to do like some of your own stuff and like so you definitely like really inspired me i don't think if i would have come across 
your profile on the other show on Boys and Brunch, I don't think I, I would be doing any of that stuff. I was like, ew, content creating. Oh, God. No. Like, <laughs> but You know, but you have a very strong voice. And I think a lot of people would love to tune in and hear you. So I'm glad that you're doing it. And I'm happy that I was able to be a part of that for you. Thank you. you. Well, well, you're, I mean, what you do is fantastic. And it's so refreshing because a lot of the times people that, who do this, it's like very mean spirited a lot of the times, very, very Perez Hilton. And it mm. just turned me off. It's like, I don't want to watch that. And so it was refreshing to see your stuff and see Boys and Bunch. I'm like, this is a lot of fun. It's informative, but you're so kind too. And that's, that's what really drew me in. Oh, thank you. You know, and I'm glad that we didn't come off as like the, you know, cutthroat type of gossip group because I know it's very easy to get there. Right. Uh, we definitely have had a lot of, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, constructive criticism mm -hmm. <laughs> for a lot of these people that we talked about. Yes. But, uh, you know, I tried to keep it, I tried to, I don't know, cause, cause keep it light. Have, have all, see all sides of the argument. Yes, um, yes. Yes, you Marcus. are a resident fence writer. <laughs> yes, that's it. That, that's exactly it. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's why. I'm, that's why I'm getting off the ride because my ass is hurting. Caught <laughs> <laughs> one too many splinters over there. One too many splinters. <laughs> I'm weak. Uh, Marcus. Uh, so, what's what's new with you? What's going on? What are you looking forward to in the future? Um, and if, have we missed anything since you've um, since you've not been on the show? Um, has anything major happened? No, not really. Nothing major. I'm still working, still teaching, still trying to get the head out of school. Um, How's the car? Oh, yay! Montoya's great. She is fine. I should tell her that you asked about her. Um, but yeah, um, actually, I need to. I got to some gas. So thank you for that. But, um, but yeah, no, I don't think anything major has really happened. Um, I've been just, you know, just maintaining my main thing. My main focus now is I'm at the point where it's like do or die for me getting out of school. That's not, wait. That sounds really. That sounds really dire. It's not that dire, but I am just like to the point where, okay, I am truly and fully officially sick of school. Like I've got to really buckle down and get about. So that's like my main focus. And I made some pretty good progress towards that. So, you know, here's hoping that, you know, this time next year, I'll be long done and, you know, be doing my own thing um, otherwise. Um, may, I, may I ask what that to, other what what else you're what else that is or is that kind of like you trying to keep it low key because I, I I respect that as well. Um, so my main thing, like for me, finishing school, getting this degree, getting this doctorate, is really for the measure of job security. Like, mm. which doctorate are you getting? If you it's, here. It's a doctorate in humanities, but it's um, my concentrations are in English and African American studies. Which, <laughs> which, if you watch me at all, you should probably know that by now. Um, but yeah, so um, that's I. My goal for this is to get that measure of job security because I really do love teaching. But I spent so many years as an adjunct, so many years doing like part time instructing, and that's so precarious. It's so to the point where like they could just up and decide that, you know, we don't need your services. So now you're out of a job. Mm -hmm. And I was fortunate enough to get promoted before, you know, COVID really struck because immediately then people started leaving left and right. They started getting rid of people because they didn't have the bodies to fill the classes. So that really, really kind of just woke me up and be like, okay, you need to get, like, you really need to hanker down and get to the point to where you can get some real solid security and even though the degree doesn't guarantee it, it definitely gets me a lot closer to that. So that's my that's my big focus. That's what I really want to get a degree for. And also, to be honest, I want to do it to teach what I want to teach. Um, yeah. If you're I editing for that thesis. I got you. That's what I do. So I got you. <laughs> we'll talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, because I I spent what five, six years teaching like nothing but comp. And while I enjoy it, like I enjoy much more teaching my interest. Like I, this is my second semester teaching, you know, 
on my interest, you know, talking about like black, like fantasy, science fiction, you know, horror, like that type of deal. So I want to do more of that. And the only way I can do that is to hanker down, get this degree and go, go do what I do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to wish you ton of, a ton of luck on that because I know that that is no easy feat. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, I do think you would be perfect, like doing like your own podcast with the, you know, with the black uh, science fiction, the black fantasy talk. I feel like you would be perfect to do that. Um, and I would totally, I would totally just give my two cents anytime you needed me. Um, but, uh, but I know you still do the, say it again? I said, I would absolutely watch. Like as somebody who doesn't, I love English, but I don't read a lot anymore just due to my job and all my extracurriculars that involve cool. editing and stuff. I, I'm i tired of seeing words, you know, by the time. <laughs> I'm so I would absolutely watch because it's good to know who to read, mm-hmm. uh, where things tie in and all like the history of things. And I feel like, like, you know, those canons as well as offshoots and you can do them not just from a fan of comics or sci-fi or what have you, but also from the educational point. So I feel like yeah. I would love to be a fly on the wall in any of those discussions. Yeah, don't give me ideas. I already got too much to do. Don't give me ideas. <laughs> don't give me ideas. Uh, yeah, you know what you should, I mean, like when you get your class, you should just record your classes and just put them up there. Just like, <laughs> yeah, I, I have an idea. We're just giving you just throwing everything at you today. We are yeah. seeing the true you. Yeah. So come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Marcus, I do want to ask you, you know, we kind of we're kind of the originators of Boys and Brunch. So what got you, I guess what kind of got you on board or how were you feeling about how we started versus where we are now and I don't know what is what are your thoughts on I guess the whole experience. Ooh, okay, let's see. <laughs> it all started several months. No, I'm playing. Um, but no, I mean, of course, you know, you reached out to me, and we had, you know, we had known each other from like the con circuit and stuff beforehand. And you reached out to me, and I had to think about it because, you know, I was like, I do so much. It's like, okay, let me think on it. But I think what really kind of motivated me to want to do it is I've always been like a fan of pop culture. Like that's one of that's one of my like research things, uh, one of the things I teach and talk about. So, you know, having the opportunity to talk about it, you know, in a podcast format, I thought, oh, this could be fun. And I'm not new to podcasting either. You know, I've guested on a couple of different things. So I was like, OK, OK, I said, I, I could I could do this. I could do this. And then, you know, once we got started, and I had, you know, a couple of my friends, you know, my best friend is frequently in the comments and a couple of my people were like, oh, I like this. I enjoy this. Like one of my friends said that she listened to a bunch of our episodes, like when she's going back and forth from home and school. So for a while I was like, yeah, yeah, I like this. I like, I like this. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I think where we are now, I think we have done a lot of the if I can, I think we've done a lot of the work that you originally said that you wanted to do. I think what what, we, what the three of me, you and Brandon talked about at first was wanting to kind of create a space and create a kind of somewhat create a community. And I think about the people who I have met, who I have connected with through Boys and Brunch and the people, you know, who are now like, you know, part of my circle. Mm-hmm. From this experience, I I can't say that I think I think we have, and particularly you, because this is you know your thing. I think we have achieved that, and I'm really really glad to have seen it. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you. You know, I um I think that we have definitely created something really special. Um, we've got this we've got this group of uh, eclectic characters that uh, <laughs> you know, and I have I have fallen out of practice of calling all the bourgeois, but uh, <laughs> it is what it always is, will know, be. And, <laughs> always will be. Um, but uh, but yeah, you know, I'm uh, I'm just I was just really. Um, surprised at how at how well we we did uh when we started i really didn't think we were going to get anybody watching us uh consistently i mean and that's not you know we've we've got people who are strictly podcast listeners who you know who don't even really who haven't really um 
been in the chat so much, but they still are a part yeah. of uh, the the bourgeois, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I know you hate that word, Marcus, but I'm still. I'm using oh the word no! no. <laughs> please do, please do. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I think you know the whole idea for me started with I don't know looking looking through Twitter, seeing all of these back and forth uh, debates, mm. and you know, seeing how one. Uh, one tweet could be read a million different ways and people kind of jump piling on somebody and that may not necessarily need all that you know there it was a couple it was a couple things so it was like you know we definitely could talk about um these pop culture topics and add some nuance to it that you don't normally see online right. uh and then kind of put it back out online and uh see what the reaction would be uh, and I also thought that Twitter should have done a TV show a long time ago, right? Like, mm. I feel like they could, you know, potentially, you know, the idea is here. They could rip me off or whatever they want to do, whatever. But mm -mm, they tell them, pay you, tell them, pay you. Yeah, do not. That's, that was not mm -hmm. verbal consent. Mm -hmm. It was not legally no, binding. it was not verbal consent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I said they, they, could, they could potentially is what I meant. But yes. uh, please don't. Uh, <laughs> but they have all the trending topics and stuff. And so they could do like a news style kind of show where you just have a panel talking about the different trending topics. Um, you know, I chose to niche down into, uh, I guess specifically black gay Twitter because a lot of the stuff that we talk about kind of reverberates throughout Twitter anyway. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, and I'm I'm just that's kind of where it started, and I'm happy that we got to we had this platform. I'm happy that we were able to have the conversations that we did. Uh, you know, we had some we had some crazy laughs, and we had some. Well, I will say I had some cringy moments. <laughs> I look back on some of these, I'm like, oh God, what the hell was I talking about? <laughs> you know, so. Uh, but you know, it's, it's on camera now and, you know, I, I just hope it's not one of those, uh, I hope that doesn't, uh, <laughs> that's not one of those dark things that, that Mama Shea was talking about that I, uh, <laughs> have to ignore. This will um, come back. Right, right. I hope I didn't say anything too crazy. I tried to keep it together. Um, well, we were but... always on you about being on the fence. So I think if anything, that's a testament that you hit your mark there. Because <laughs> we definitely were trying to claim you for whichever team we were talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, looking forward, you know, I won't, we won't be doing Boys and Brunch, but, uh, you know, we, in a couple of episodes, I was um, introducing or kind of testing out this idea of talking about uh, friendship or kind of talking to people who may have had trouble reaching out to people who um, to try to have friends or to try to start relationships or date or whatever. Um, that is now going to be my focus. Uh, mm. I have been working on um, I have been working on kind of rebranding myself for the past year mm -hmm. and I think that it's time to kind of put some things into motion. And so that's kind of why I'm shifting a little bit. Mm. So, you know, I have a brand new podcast. It's gonna be called Boyfriends. Uh, I'm gonna be introducing it as the Boyfriends podcast, but the name is just Boyfriends. <laughs> so whatever you, whatever you wanna call it, Boyfriends podcast, whatever. Um, but I have uh, four other co-hosts and we're all gonna be recording here in Philly. Uh, we did do like a test run. I think we have some good energy and uh, I will be premiering that October, like the first, I think the first Monday in October, just like the fourth or something like that, or third or fourth or something like that. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. Stay tuned Ooh. to that and be sure to follow uh, at Boyfriends Pod. Uh, there's nothing up there on that's on Twitter and on Instagram <laughs> and on TikTok, well, and I tried now. to like get it everywhere. So yeah, at Boyfriends Pod, 
and uh, we will be posting a lot of updates and stuff there. I will also be posting a video. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be posting the video here on my on this YouTube channel or I'll be starting a new one. I think I'll be doing both. I'll be seeing which one is more successful and then I'll just choose one or the other. But for starters, I will be posting the new episodes on this channel. Um, yeah, and I'm excited about it because I think that it is something that a lot of people need. Um, even, you know, there are a lot of people who, I think I just saw something the other day where, you know, people are like, if, you know, if you have trouble finding friends, then, you know, what something's wrong with you. Or, or they, they kind of laugh at it a, a little bit. A lot of people you know, actually do have uh, social anxiety or mm. just some other some other issues or some other things that have happened to them that cause them to not be as open or as uh, easy to make friends. So, yeah. um, so you know, I think it'll be helpful. Uh, but and, you know, let's be real here: the people in kind of our age group or the span of our age group. There was no like bully protection. Now yeah. you have like suits and things and like that coming on. So kids get a different defense mechanism. They have other things to, that they're fighting against, right. but they don't have the mean girl syndrome as much. You know, yeah. it's now so you have true. that chance of shutting it down. So yeah. when you look at us as adults, a lot of social anxiety could come from any of those situations. Yeah, and they right. just don't. Uh, hopefully, they're not occurring as much with as much as like the bullying policies and things that are going into effect. Yeah, yeah it's true because some people they you know they they still they have anxiety because of what happened to them in, in high school or elementary school, and unfortunately, some they didn't make it past. You know, whether because of suicide. I mean, it's so sad. I mean, it's still happening today. Um, for me. It just, it made me a lot stronger because I had to defend myself a lot of the times. And so, and then, and then with that whole like New York attitude as well, it's just like, like, if you're going to come at me, okay, well, that lets me know. Okay. So you're ready to, you're ready mm -hmm. to come, you get down. Okay. Then don't dish it if you can't take it. The minute you come to me, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. Oh, but now I'm the bad guy because I came at you. Well, then don't come at me, you know? So <laughs> like, I just, I like, for me, like standing up for myself, voicing my opinions, defending myself, like I'm not afraid of that because I went through that as a kid and like it prepared me, you know, for adult life. Mm -hmm. But I've, mm -hmm. I've been, I mean, in a weird way, I'm fortunate of that, but a lot of people, they. Yeah, you know, a lot of things happen to people. A lot of things happen to people. And, you know, some people are able to which I guess would be more in your case, you're able to kind of rise to the occasion or some people kind of fold to the pressure and are just yeah. like, I am out. And I think I've kind of been on both sides. I'm kind of now getting to the point or not now, but like, I will guess I'll say in the most recent past few years, I've been like getting a lot more comfortable um, saying what I need to say in the moment and being open and approaching people and being a little bit more social. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've, yeah. but I have done the completely, let me just lock myself in a box and play World of Warcraft for the next five years. So I don't have right. to talk to anybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that that is, I think that's just about everything. Uh, you know, it's so sad. I'm going to miss talking to you guys every week and having the DMs and talking about what uh, topic to talk about and, mm -hmm. You know, I know now every time when I see something crazy happening, I'm going to be thinking like, oh, what would we have said about this? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, All if any that. of y'all, like my DMs are like completely like, do, you are not bothering <laughs> me if you want to send me a crazy <laughs> uh, article or anything like that. Yes. And you just want to like a quick chat or something. You know, we can always talk. Mm -hmm. And if anybody I wants him all the time, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Mama J already knows. She <laughs> she's always showing me some stuff. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I just I just got a flashback to one of the things that you showed me that was just completely. He was like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, what was it? Okay, oh, give a little hint. Match, Jared. I know that's what <laughs> they didn't match. <laughs> Oh uh, my God! The world will never know. In, in in the most general sense, 
I, I wandered down a rabbit hole. I don't know how I got to where I got, but I, it was like a video, maybe it was either a short video or a GIF. And no, I was, thought was there were, it was a video. Okay. So somebody was folded in half without clothing and you could see anything that needed to be seen was being seen. However, I thought it was two people cause you could see the face and you know shoes to the ceiling position and i was like oh it's two people so i'm expecting the dude to like you know whether you're gonna go forward whatever you're gonna do but then the feet start moving and i was like wait uh-huh. like I- i'm li- and i'm like wait for this position that's his legs that's him <laughs> <laughs> and it did it just it didn't match. It did not match. Like the face and the torso didn't seem to match. And I thought it was two different people. And I was like, Jared, and this is one like person. and I just got I just got this random DM and all you know, I was not prepared. I was not prepared because I just clicked, you know, I got my notification and I click it and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know, I you know, I, you know, Mama Shay likes to uh likes to surprise me. Um, I was just like, somebody come look. <laughs> I want to see. Like, look, come, I, I don't, I know. Mm-mm, that's okay. That's okay. I believe you. <laughs> it just didn't uh, match. And I was like, help me understand. And Jared was just like, Natasha, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Not the government. Not the government. Not the government name. <laughs> Oh goodness! Well, on that note, since we're, <laughs> I guess we've come to the end. Since we're talking about the somebody's end, um, <laughs> we have come to the end of Boys and Brunch. <laughs> and you know, I just want to thank all of the viewers, all of the people in the chat, the bourgeois, all of our hosts. But yeah, it was. It's been. It's been a blast, and um, we are all. We're all still doing our thing. You can all you can follow all of us online. I'm at Jared D. King. Mama Shea is at love underscore underscore eternal. Khalid Rivera is at Khalid Rivera. And uh, Marcus Haynes is at loose as a deuce. I do remember. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I got everybody's names right. Good, good, good. Um, all right. You sound surprised. <laughs> You know, it's funny because every like I feel like I I'm always on the edge of getting Marcus's name. I'm always on the edge of saying like Marcus Harris or something, <laughs> Harris Williams. You know, because Brandon Harris Williams and then Marcus yes. Haynes, so it's like an H name and yeah. So I think that that's why. But anyway, let's do our little toast for the last time. I'm gonna fill this up, yeah. even though it's only water. Oh, but agua, good old agua. I got a little. <laughs> So everyone, be careful what you say because the boys and girls (laughs) will brunch. (laughs) Take care, everyone.